there, and thanks for tuning in to Renoites. Renoites is a interview podcast hosted by myself, Connor McQuivy, here in Reno, Nevada. I talk to all sorts of folks from Northern Nevada. This is one of a series of bonus episodes that I'm recording live at the Riverside Farmers Market. We are between normal seasons of the Renoites podcast right now, but I still want to be able to share businesses, nonprofits, people's stories throughout the summer. One of the ways I'm going to do that is by being at the Riverside Farmers Market most Sundays at Idlewild Park from 8 to 1, and sharing some mini episodes, usually about 10 to 20 minutes, with some of the other vendors from the market. I hope you enjoy this one as well as the others to come. If you have suggestions for guests, please let me know. Send me an email, Connor, C-O-N-O-R, at renoites.com. Tune into the regular episodes, which will be returning in the beginning of September, and I have live episodes coming up as well. Of course, if you enjoy this show and appreciate the work that I'm doing, I would love your financial support as well. You can learn more at patreon.com slash renoites. And now this week's special episode live from the Riverside Farmer's Market. Kaylee Arnold from Hackle House, welcome to Renoites. Thank you. Uh, happy to be here. This is my first podcast ever. Amazing. I'm, I'm glad to be your first podcast. So you run the Hackle House Fashion Truck, which is a newer business that's been in here at the Riverside Farmers Market a bunch, and I've seen you at several other market events. Mm-hmm. Um, can you just start by telling me what is Haggle House? How long have you had that business, and like, how did you get started in it? Yeah, so Haggle House is a reclaimed fashion mobile truck. We just got going at the end of May this year, so we've been at the, the Riverside Farmers Market almost every Sunday, but we're always adding new events. Um, it's just been really fun. So it's all secondhand clothing and home decor, and you're allowed to haggle. Ah, hence the name nice how did you are you like a thrifter in general or how did you how do you start this idea where did it come from oh my gosh my my grandma janice um has been thrifting my whole life all of our christmas gifts were thrifted which as a eight-year-old you're like what is this you know we wanted like brand name things but you can find brand names she just Mm. didn't she didn't know um but that evolved like i'd go with her and then i was like oh you actually can find like really good stuff at thrift stores so we would do that growing up here and there and then in college, I lived in the same town as her and she showed me all the good spots. And I just found like it's such a good deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as I've gotten older, like I love the sustainability piece of secondhand. Um, in the interim, I also was a stylist for Stitch, Stitch Fix and um, I just love the fashion industry in general. And so I think doing secondhand with that style background is like the perfect match for me mm-hmm. and that I feel good about the clothes, like nice. feel good about where they came from and that they're good quality. Excellent. Um, yeah. Tell me about the truck itself, like the logo design and the, the style. It's a, the clothes are stylish and also the truck itself is like, <laughs> I like the design. Can you talk a little bit about the look and feel of the, the truck? So the vibe is a mix. It's, I wanted to go for that vintage feel, but also a lot of the clothes are modern. Um, so I wanted the logo to reflect that. And it was kind of harder to do than I thought, but my good friend Ruby Santon helped me design it. And I love the logo. And then Elizabeth Grimm, another good girlfriend who partners with me with Haggle House, we were trying to do something. She was like, okay, the truck has to have color. It cannot be totally white. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of like that like clean look. And then um, a week before our first market, the truck broke down in the middle of the road. The transmission went out. Uh. <laughs> and I had to back up into like that median thing. And I took a picture of it. And later when I saw it, I was like, you're right. It looks like a creepy milk fan. Like mm. we have to we have to do something fun. Actually, there's a picture inside that we pulled the color scheme from. It felt like the vibe. 
and we wanted to do like abstract and she kind of drew out a mock version and then actually outside of the mechanic where we were getting it fixed we painted it one mm. Saturday morning so nice. <laughs> we got lots of passerby that were like what you doing right so um we're really happy with how it turned out like it was very fun and sometimes we're like are we muralists right. like what, what happened <laughs> what, I don't yeah yeah what's what's the inside of the truck like so what's the shopping experience I mean a truck is only so much space to work with yes. um what was it like kind of building out the inside and making it look and feel like what you wanted it to you know this has been such a community effort so um Servando Malion he has a construction business so he helped me build it out we wanted it, again, to look clean, to look inviting, like look like an actual boutique. Mm -hmm. We wanted to do that, but also use as much secondhand material as we could. So the flooring was like left over from somebody's house project and they were selling it online. So I got that from them. And then honestly, durability. Those racks have to hold so many clothes and mm -hmm. we're still not even quite sure. It's like, I mean, you're drilling into like a mobile store. So we just... We're like, if we take these out, is it just going to be a hole in there? Like, right. yeah. So we're, we're very careful about not screwing things into the wall until we know we like it. But mm -hmm. it's got a changing room. We just want to make it inviting and pretty, but also sustainable as much as we can. So, yeah. What, tell me about the, so reclaimed fashion is kind of the tagline for it. Can you talk a little bit about why that represents what you're doing? That like, obviously it's reclaimed, it's used materials and fashion. You're looking for fashionable stuff, right? It's not, uh, it's not like when you go to the thrift store and you're digging through a bin. Right. Uh, so can you talk a little about the reclaimed fashion idea of the truck? Yeah. So I think Thrift stores can be intimidating. I love them. It feels like a playground for me, but not everybody feels that way. And I get it because you can walk into some that are like, whoo, there's mm -hmm. a lot happening in here. <laughs> Smells, the sights are all a little different than you're expecting. But um, I think with that stylist background, like I'm looking for pieces that you would find today in a store. Mm. And even the vintage pieces, it's like fashion's so cyclical that you can find things that maybe just need like some mending or a little bit of tweaking to look modern mm -hmm. um so those are the pieces that we're looking for and there's like technically like six different style types but there's so many now it's like classic like edgy um natural and so i'm looking for pieces in all those categories so that it fits a, a wide variety of people but i also mm -hmm. am looking for size inclusive stuff too so um yeah so hopefully when you walk up it looks like a boutique and you're shocked to the second hand mm. that's the that's the goal gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um so tell me about the name haggle house you mentioned that you you can haggle i am the i hate haggling it stresses me out but i know that a lot of shoppers love to be able to kind of like negotiate the best deal for the things they're buying yeah can you talk a little bit about the business model of haggle house yeah so i'm also a flight attendant and so i do thrifting on layovers so that's why it's reclaim fashion from around the world and ah. it's truly from around the world so different place like this summer i went to paris and did some thrifting there while working you know um but the name i was i was actually going for a run a run one day and like trying to brainstorm like how could i have a haggling type of business you know um and that like came to me and the the house is supposed to be like a, a fancy fashion house mm -hmm. h-a-u-s right one of my favorite things about layovers in different countries is that you go to these markets where you can haggle mm. again you're right like half i feel like half and half half the people love it and half are like <laughs> no that was terrible and so we have prices on stuff so you don't have to haggle if you don't want but um I, there was nowhere in the states to do that so i'm like i just feel like it's a fun mm -hmm. like you can get a bargain get a good deal like we try to keep the prices 
accessible and um if they're not for you you can make it accessible with a haggle <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. uh, i see you at a lot of different markets so we're here at the riverside farmers market now i saw you at the reno night market at the glow plaza yeah. about a week ago uh, have you been at Feed the Camel, too, I think? We have, yeah. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about the experience of working at different markets in different locations? Obviously, you're out of a truck, so you don't have a consistent storefront. But I see you all over town, and you're doing a lot of these markets. Um, <laughs> can you just talk a little bit about your experience in kind of you know the maker market space and being in different places, how you communicate with customers about where you're going to be? Just what's that experience like being a, um, a market-based seller? Like just mobile, right? Yeah. It has been, first and foremost, just so fun for me and Elizabeth to do all the markets and, in, and engage with the community. The response and just chatting with people has been really rewarding. We're constant at the Riverside Market on Sundays, and then we announce on our Instagram stories where we'll be. So if we've added cool events, um, we're always looking for new ones to be a part of. We put it on social media, but usually on Instagram and Facebook. Gotcha. Uh, we have some TikTok videos going, but I'm a millennial. I'm slow on that take with that. <laughs> Same. Yeah, I, I, I feel a little too old for TikTok. <laughs> I, yeah. I do like it, but I struggle. Yeah. Um, how long have you been doing this? When did you start the truck? Um, so during COVID, I took an 18-month leave from flying with Delta. And during that time, I was redecorating my house. I was doing a lot of thrift shopping and... I ended up buying clothes like I'd see things for people and I was I was mailing clothes to people anyway and I started selling you know reselling online it's it's fun but I absolutely hate shipping things mm -hmm. and so um, Elizabeth was like have you thought about doing a truck and I'm like you know I have but I just I don't know the more we thought about it it was like that's just so fun and I feel like during COVID I don't know why the trend started that way but people were more receptive to secondhand and like thrifting and vintage is like come into its height right now of, mm. of style like people are into it so i'm very grateful for that also with my schedule like i don't want to open a storefront right away right. and like have to sit there all day so mm -hmm. being able to be mobile and do it randomly is really fun yeah excellent um what do you hope to do with the truck kind of going forward or do you want to eventually have a storefront or how do you see the business kind of like growing and changing as it continues Ooh. So many things. Um, I would not be opposed to being a brick and mortar eventually. I am not super familiar with that space. So again, I feel like this is just having a small business, you're learning things around mm -hmm. every corner. Where I'm like, oop, oop, won't do that again. Or oop, that, <laughs> that was good. Um, so yeah, I'd totally be open to it. But I think for now, our next thing for winter coming up is we want to do some kind of like party situation where you can like have the truck come to you mm. or like bachelorette or something like that. Like we're trying to work out some kind of style party or like maybe you get to find out different styles you're into, but oh, fun. that's what we're looking forward to soon. Other than that, anything I'm open to anything really nice. Yeah. Adding kind of like an event sort yeah. of uh, vibe to it. And we're still hashing out what that looks like and like open to feedback. So yeah, we're going to try to enter that space in the winter. Awesome. Um, What's the response been like for people so far? You have customers. I mean, I am, have been right next to your truck <laughs> for most of the last few weeks. Yeah. And I see a lot of people coming and going. What do people uh, think of the store? How are people responding to it? Honestly, that's what's so fun is like, it's such a wide range of humans and I, it feels like such a positive response. Like I feel so grateful and um, honestly, like connected to the community through it. It just feels like Anyone can find something. If they're not into it, they can find something for someone they, they know. We have kids' clothes. We have men's. We have women's. 
anything in between all like all sizes because it's, it's like it's kind of random what I'll have because it's just whatever is the best stuff that I find mm-hmm. but I'm constantly like keeping it top of mind to be size inclusive so mm-hmm. yeah there's really something for everybody and like today we found out that somebody's about to move to London and she bought a cute denim jacket and she's gonna pursue like teaching theater and I don't know just like we I feel like we get to find out different things about people in our community and it's been really very heartwarming i've really loved it nice yeah i I am finding that doing the podcast and talking with the vendors here at the market yeah that a lot of the appeal of these kind of market events is the opportunity to talk to customers yeah i've worked in retail before in like big box and where it's just you're kind of a cog in a machine right right you don't get to connect with people as much Mm -hmm. but i'm finding that smaller businesses local oriented businesses especially in these kind of like market environments it just invites conversation it totally does and like even on this small scale, like you said, when you've worked in fast fashion before, it felt like you had to hurry, 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 like mm-hmm. hustle because the, the main goal is always money. And it's like, it feels like you're providing an experience and it's like, yeah, we all need to make a living. But um, you're finding out personal things and connecting in a different way. One girl was like, oh, I, I'm going to be in a wedding in October. If you can keep an eye out for a sage dress. And I'm like, girl, you just messaged me on Instagram and I will mm-hmm. keep an eye out for a sage <laughs> dress, you know? And you couldn't ask an employee at H&M to keep an eye out for mm-hmm. something for you. I mean, not that you couldn't maybe find something, but you're like, there's just a personal touch that's nice. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So where can people find you? Obviously, you're here at the farmer's market. Do you have any uh, particular markets or other places that people can just come to the truck? And where can people find you online and, and keep up with what's going on? Yeah. So for social media, it's at Haggle House, the H-A-U-S fancy house. We're here every Sunday, you know, maybe one off. We're not from vacation or something, but we'll mostly be here. And we've applied for a few different markets for fall. So this is our like standard that we are always at. We're at the, the Feed the Camel on Wednesday nights almost every other week. And then it's just going to be one off. So we'll just update our stories that week for where we'll be. Excellent. Well, thanks for coming on the show. It's I'm glad we finally got to do this because once too. I started at the market, I was like, oh, we have to do it because I know Elizabeth as well. Yeah. Like, oh, we have to do a Haggle House episode. We have to do the Haggle House episode. And it's been a few weeks because so f- you've been so busy. It's hard <laughs> to, to like, get you away from the truck. Um, but thanks for coming on the show. It's great to actually learn about what you're doing with the truck. And as someone who also appreciates affordable fashion and Thank is you. not a fan of uh, the wastefulness right. of our kind of... Uh, fast fashion world the throwaway uh, culture yeah. yeah so i appreciate the work that you're doing both uh in terms of you know connecting with people here in the community giving something that's a more sustainable option and just fun it's nice to have fun <laughs> small businesses so uh i appreciate coming on the show to talk about it well thanks for highlighting us i really appreciate it and you made it very easy for my first podcast oh good that's one very of, fun <laughs> one of my one of my goals is that if people come on the show i say this all the time it's like if anyone comes on my show, my goal is that they have like a good experience while yes. we're recording and then that I do a good job of audio quality and editing and promotion that they are just really happy with the whole experience because that makes them want to share the project and share the episode. And uh, so I appreciate that, totally. that you've had a good podcast experience. Yes, yes it's mission been accomplished great. for yes. me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you so much for tuning in to this special episode of Reno Whites from the Riverside Farmer's Market. If you have suggestions for future episodes or any kind of feedback, please let me know on Instagram at Reno Whites or send me an email, Connor, C-O-N-O-R at RenoWhites.com. And keep an eye on the podcast feed for more of these special episodes, as well as regular episodes coming back soon. I also have multiple live events. You can learn more about those on my Instagram at Reno Whites or at RenoWhites.com. Thank you so much for your support. See you soon. Mm-hmm.